on my moon. Elba's ain't dead. You ain't going crazy. It's all in your head. It's all interpretation. Oh, my. To find the truth, you got to read between the lines. Dang it, Bobby. Work out your own salvation. You are the best of white people. It's hard to find if it's more than a place to stay in my house. That's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. Jerry, just remember, it's not a lie if you believe it. You should never be allowed to talk to people. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. God bless America. Well, there we have it, Mark. <laughs> you know, if we actually don't start acting like we want God to be involved, he will not be blessing America. Mm. And we seem to be a country dead set on turning against him at every turn. Yeah. Now, yeah. we have a power to change it. We, the people. But we, the people, don't seem to get together enough to figure out what's really going on because... If we, the people who believe in God and country, get together, they label us everything that they can possibly label us as. And we're extremists. You know, basically, open up, you know, wait a minute. So we love our country. We love our God. And we just want everybody to go along and get along. You don't have to join us if you don't want to. And we're not going to kill you if you do something we don't spiritually, you know, like if our religion yeah. doesn't endorse it, we won't kill right. you. That's where we're just living. Let live. Yeah. Other religions, Islam, they kill people that are different, right. especially if they're Christians or gay people, they love to kill them. And yet that we, you and I get treated like we're like, we're the Muslims. Yeah. The only thing that has been funny about this to me was when Trudeau in Canada acted like the Muslims in Canada were being so affected by conservative, by the right wing extremists in the USA that they were not going along with the LGBTQIA agenda in Canada because of, you know, because of the right wing of America. Oh, that's and interesting. Like, so the, the Muslims were victims. Yes. Victimizing other people. Right. Yes. I think but I get no, it now. Yeah. What I'm saying, this came from Trudeau though. And it was the yes. Canadian Muslims that stood up and said, you're kidding. What are you talking yeah. about? They had nothing. <laughs> we, this is what we believe you moron. <laughs> oh my gosh that's what's driving me crazy mark yeah. something as big as that barely got a mention in in the u.s barely yeah. got a mention but that's how they treat it that's and that's the minute you look at somebody that is an acquaintance that you've known for a long time yeah and you see them as a democrat you have to really start thinking about your relationship you know with them if you don't have much of one anymore it's great to be polite but can't, i could not if I, Mark, if, if it turned up that you were like that, you know, after all the years we've been, if I found it, all of a sudden you started leaning that way and started yeah. telling me what a wonderful example Joe Biden is of a great president. <laughs> after I got it, it's time to check Mark's meds. <laughs> I would that and a DNA sample because it ain't Mark, you know, but anyway, Jane is swapping up Jeff Mark's meds with something else. Something else. Something's gone extremely bad. I don't know what it is, but it ain't good. Oh man! All right. Yeah, remember so Mark, you started off by talking about uh, about uh, hey, God not blessing America. I yeah. don't know if you 
you remember the whole thing for a while. I think it was while you and I were on Christian radio. Yeah, the Bill Clinton guy. Where, where, people, no, where people were saying, oh. uh, it, the, the phrase became, and it was a bumper sticker and t-shirts. It was Ameri- not God bless America, America bless God. Yeah. In other words, yeah. you people better line yeah. up and, and, and honor God. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, I mean, all those, <clears throat> it's like standing on a, standing on a hilltop surrounded by heathens saying, you people better bless God. I know. <laughs> or he's going to destroy yeah. you. You know, who do you think you are? Elijah yeah. at, at that big sacrifice mm-hmm. where they poured water on the altar and he's calling down fire from <laughs> right. heaven. Is that what's going to happen here? <laughs> I'm sorry. I went Old Testament on you. But wow, you <laughs> did. I'm, See, about you know, to go, I'm, about, I'm about to go Old Testament again. If you're not we careful, like, I'm going to tell the story of Balaam's monkey. <laughs> <laughs> they, we like as as the church, we like quoting Second Chronicles 714 which says, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. We love to quote that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, and, and I see people quote this on a regular basis on mm-hmm. social media as just in the same way as they used America, bless God. Right. Right. Well, that's not talking about a country, this country. Right. That's talking about you, Bubba. It's talking about God's people, people called by their name, Christians. That's who that's talking about. If you will call on his name and humble yourself and pray and seek his face, and this is the one I love, and turn from your wicked ways, then things will start straightening out. In other words, when you start living the life God wants you to live, that's when we'll start turning the corner. Until you do that, not, nothing's going to change. Nothing will. We will keep moving forward in the direction we're moving. And prophecy says it doesn't get better. It gets worse. So stop quoting that verse because it applies <laughs> to you, not, not yeah. the country. <laughs> but that's the thing is, is that oftentimes human beings have misquoted and misinterpreted everything about Jesus, everything about what our beliefs, and we've mm. traded it in to make it a political thing. Jesus, when Jesus walked the earth as a man, they thought he was going to lead them to victory, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And now, and he was like, I just, can you imagine how frustrating it had to be? It's like, he's been here, he's been three years in ministry, you know, and blind people are still showing up and it's like, oh, come on. Really? Well, there is a reason he said, how long do I, I have to be with you yeah. people? That's what I'm saying. It's like, but in the same token, he's like, but when it gets to that point, he's like, yeah, but can't, if there's any other way, you can let this cup pass. I'm good. You know, that's the humanity of, of Jesus right there. Right. Because in the one hand, he's such, come on, really? I'm not here to heal. Okay. You're blind. I get it. Just take a nap. It won't be different. That's okay. I'm just tired. Heal yourself. Close your eyes and make a wish. Okay. Wow. Cause I'm not here. But anyway, Mark, I, I'm. It's with that attitude that I'm getting ready for CrimeCon. I brought oh. this up because I thought I'm going to go dressed at CrimeCon as my favorite killer and see what happens. <laughs> I'm going to start with Pontius Pilate, so I'm going to get a really cool toga. And that's what I'm going as. <laughs> if you want, I'll come along and be Barabbas, and you can set me free. <laughs> Here's a fun fact for you. The average chameleon can point their eyes in two different directions. On the other hand, the average human can't. So unless you're a chameleon, there's absolutely no way you can focus on texting and driving at the same time. So don't do it. 
unless you're a chameleon. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. It's the uh, Mark and Mac podcast. Good to be with you today. We appreciate you joining us and tell your friends. We set up the podcast mainly because of our concern for our country and the direction we're headed, realizing that after after 2012 election, I thought when Obama won the second term in office, and mm-hmm. I thought then that he got, you know, there's no yeah. way he got enough. Right. And that's why I was shocked in 2016 when Trump won. I didn't, I thought it was up. I thought no matter what we try, no matter how we try, but he had so much going, you know, with him. It was just overwhelming. And I've thought about this many times because it was a close race um, for the, you know, in 2016. And Hillary Clinton claims that it was stolen, but she's not being going, you know, she hasn't been threatened with jail. But when you look at all the things that were going on then and how he won, he had to have have had so many votes. It had to have been the biggest landslide ever Mm -hmm. for him to overcome the thievery that they'd already put in place. So by 2020, they figured out a way around it because just look at it. I mean, Mm -hmm. as you've mentioned before, Biden wasn't even able to campaign because they knew keep him off the trail. People are going to realize he's not alive. You know, they'll realize there's the Disney animatronic. They're working hard, you know? And so (laughs) and this one's malfunctioning. So they can't put him out in public. (laughs) No, because he keeps, he keeps sniffing little kids. Like they're the dwarves. We got to do something about this. Tell him. That is not that's Snow White's oh, job, gosh. Biden. Come on. Oh my goodness. And if anyway. you don't think that's what happened, go back and uh and dig up the the, the election night. Just go mm-hmm. back and see if you yeah. can find video of the news networks of election night where they're all shocked. They're yeah. all completely shocked because yeah. they had all been told, they'd all been giving their marching mm-hmm. orders, they'd been given their yeah. talking points that we were about to see something historic happen in America. Yep the first yeah. female president. Right. And this, and it was going to be an overwhelming victory mm-hmm. because all of the polls, I want you to remember that, especially yeah. the polls. Remember the polls all said there was no way Donald Trump could possibly win. Yeah. And Coulter practically got laughed off the set on, uh, yeah. on the uh, Bill Maher's TV show where uh, yeah, they asked. The, that was early. The in the, yeah. It was early on in the campaign. She yeah. was one of the first people to come out and say he's going to yeah. win. Right. And, and who do you think will the, be the next president of the United States? She said Trump and everybody yeah. laughed. Yeah. And why did he, she turn on him so fast? I'm not too sure. She became irrelevant after that. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, Ann Coulter yeah. was great guns at the time mm-hmm. in the world of conservative talk show people. And then she came out in favor of Trump and her right. stock went up after yeah. Trump was elected. And within a matter of months, she turns on him just like Jeff yeah. Sessions wouldn't stand up against the fake yeah. Russian docs. And she was gone too. I mean, Mark, that I didn't think about that till just now. I don't know any. I had on the yeah. last time I heard of Ann Coulter. She's now. practically disappeared from the landscape. She really has. Huh. I see wow. stuff from her now and then. And mm-hmm. when she's right, she's right. But when yeah. she goes against Trump, it's like, hmm, there's some bitterness here. What happened? Right. Right. You know what mm-hmm. happened? And I've seen a little bit of that uh, from other people that worked in his yeah. administration as well, who are oh, now yeah. supporting DeSantis. Right. And uh, and it 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 throws me back to the days leading up to his win the first time where there were all these people saying, do you really want this guy as your president? Look at his life. Look at his character. Look at this. Look at that. Do you really want this guy? And they're all saying pretty much the same things now. Mm -hmm. 
You know, he's, right. he's, he's, uh, he's a loose cannon. You never know who he's going to fire off at. You never knew what he's going to say. Right. You never, do you really want this guy as your president? We're hearing these same things again. Mm-hmm. But the right. thing is, he got, he got elected. Yeah. He got into office. He did the things he promised us he was going to do. Right. For the most part, where he wasn't yeah. uh, crippled and handicapped by Congress, right. and and he still called a spade a spade, so to speak. Right, and he everybody actually, hated uh, him for it. Uh, Twelve hours ago, he told <laughs> he called Don uh, Ann Coulter unbearably crazy. So obviously, <laughs> there's still no love lost between the two of those, you know. But seven years later now, so, you know. So in his mind, Ann Coulter and Rosie O'Donnell have an apartment in Manhattan somewhere together, right? <laughs> wow. Unbearably crazy. I wonder why. Um, let's see. Uh, Coulter has been. Yeah. And this is on a, a pair of posts that he put up on Truth Social. Ooh. And I, you know what? Basically, I called her that before looking at this. So now I, feel, <laughs> I don't even feel bad about it. But I just wonder what happened. You know? I Yeah. And a culture just always struck me as somebody who had it together. And when she came out and said she thought Trump on the Bill Maher thing, I remember watching that. And yeah. it was one, it was a big parody thing they used for a while. But bottom yeah. line is who will be the next president is the person who can actually get the system straightened out enough. that, And it's going to be up to us if we don't take the election back. If we don't right. go back to the basics of one day voting, paper ballot, and counting them as a and keeping them locked in, you know, when they're after they're counted and things like that then there's no point in bothering because mm. if we don't fix that. They're going to steal it again. They stole it yeah, last they time. They will do it again. And they've proven if you challenge them, if you challenge them, they put you in jail or threaten yep. it. Yep. And you know, when you get right down to it, Mark, that's how they keep people in line in communist countries and banana republics. Mm-hmm. If you go against us, we throw you in jail or we kill you. Those are your choices, sir. What do you want it to be? Well, and here in America, what we do is we tie you up in court until you're broke and can't fight us anymore. Right. That's what happens. And, they and that's, what's happening. that's what's happening right now with a lot of people, people yeah. who challenge the, the, uh, the system that is they're mm-hmm. tied up in court until they have no more money and they lose yeah. their homes. Um, in a lot of cases, they lose their families. They lose right. everything. They're yeah. destroyed because they dared to raise a hand and say, um, that's not mm-hmm. how that works. Right. And you know, they were brave enough to do it. But the thing is that if enough of us get together and do that, if enough of us show up and demand that we can watch what's happening at the polling places, if enough of us, <laughs> don't be on the microphone. Be, okay. <laughs> yeah, but Mark, the thing is, is it's supposed to be one person from the, the from the representative party on the ballot is supposed to be yeah. there, but we can't even get that. And the thing is, Democrats, have, we've never had a thing where Republicans are accused of doing this. Democrats lock doors, kick Republicans out. And then yeah. when, and we don't ever hear anything about it, it's never challenged. They're not put in jail. That's got to stop. And we need to start. That's why I tell you, it's at the very local level. Yeah, it is at the city council. It's at those people in charge locally that are who's in charge of the voting precinct at your church. You know, you got to we still have a voting place at churches here in Alabama, by the way. Yep. That's where we vote. And what happens is that in if you if there's funny business at the voting places and people people point it out and they challenge it and the legal Mm -hmm. process the wheels on the legal process begin yeah. to turn, then you run into people in that legal process on the local level yep. who have been put there by the leftists right. to keep you from winning that argument, yep. which is, which goes back to what I said the other day. You have to know who these right. people are and who gives them the money to win their elections. Because and that's like when you a lot of them are right. bought and paid for by people like George Soros. Right. 
And look at right now, Donald Trump had to answer the question, are you going to testify? Think about mm -hmm. it. Yeah. The president of the United States, when somebody leaves office, they still refer to them as Mr. President. Right. You yeah. know, they'll still write President Obama. Um, under Donald Trump? Nope. Mm -hmm. Mr. Trump. Yeah. It's always been Mr. Trump. It's Even when he was president, it was Mr. Trump. Yeah. But anyway, so Trump actually was asked, are you going to testify? Yeah. And he said he absolutely would. Yeah, Big mistake, but he did say he absolutely would. Yeah. He said he would absolutely take the stand to defend himself, and he looks forward to doing it. Um, he was on the Hugh Hewitt radio show yesterday morning, and um, they asked him about that, and he said, oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, he, he said that I would do that. Uh, I look forward to at trial. I'll testify because it's just like Russia, Russia, Russia. He was referring back to the FBI's yeah. original 2016 investigation right. into whether the, his campaign was colluding with Russia to interfere with the 2016 presidential election. Right. And he is right about that. It is Russia, Russia, Russia all over again, mm -hmm. just with different names and faces and, and labels. It's the yeah. same thing. They're, they're accusing him of things that really didn't happen. I mean, they're trying to make this an insurrection Yeah. when there is a definition. There's a hard definition of what an insurrection is and what happened on January 6th is not an insurrection. But it got out of control, they, but it wasn't an insurrection. They just, they've got it so far, man. This yeah. is a no win. This is Kobayashi Maru for him. He's not going to win. Taking the stand will not end well for him. Yeah. Well, Taking, I think... I saw, I thought the same thing when I read the article, I thought, well, this is not going to work well. And I, and I have a feeling that between now and then his legal team will sit down with him and say, yeah, no, we're not doing this. <laughs> we'll have to see. Meanwhile, yeah. DeSantis, um, <laughs> I like how Mark, Mark was sharing the story. It's on the blaze.com, yeah. which by the way, amazing work. The blaze has done our last several years of, I was, it's like, um, who, Tommy Lauren, remember her? Yeah. The Tommy Blaze, Lauren, yeah. She was on O and N she started yeah, making some around. headway. And yeah. so Tommy Lauren, the blaze signs are up. Then Tommy Lauren was taken off. She had this, yeah. the zeitgeist of the moment, yeah. man. And she's very young goes on the view. That's how popular she was, how she had become that big that they wanted her on the view. And this winning, she was still with the blaze. And she goes on, and I don't know what she said about abortion, but it was uh, pro-abortion or pro-choice, I guess. Oh, yeah, um, I remember I don't that, watch yeah. The View, and I can't stomach anything that's on there. Mm -hmm. So, uh, But um, her views were not in line with most of what right. public conservatives yeah. talk about. Yeah. And uh, going back, they had a, th uh, they had a throwdown, and yeah. they parted company. And Tommy Lauren left. She went with Fox Nation. Okay, Fox News right. has Fox Nation online streaming service. You don't really hear much about Tommy anymore. No, I see her popping like, up on social media. Her little video clips from Fo her yeah. Fox Nation show—they're coming up right. on social media. But that's yeah. all I ever see of her. Yeah, mm. interesting. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, it's she had that moment and it's past now. I thought yeah. she was going to be the. I thought she was going to be that next Ann Coulter, yeah. you know, type person that yeah. would write there books was, and people. There would was go a level of excitement about her mm -hmm. that would yeah. that would warrant that feeling. Yeah. Because you, when you saw her come up, she was uh, no holds barred, take no prisoners, don't, don't, don't take anything off of anybody. This is the way things are. She was that person. And then she goes on The View, and I don't know what motivated her to do that. Probably her age, being very yeah. young, you know, oh, yeah. to agree with them on, you know, well, it's a woman's body. Nobody can tell a woman yes. to do what she uh, to, That's And she's like, hmm, actually, sweetheart, it's not her body. It's yeah. the body she's carrying. So yeah. let's get specific and you're now but in anyway, the anyway, so just, right. that's what I was thinking. I was just, just it kind of hit me of how the blaze 
was able to really take, and you look at the impact that Bex Blaze Media has had. Yeah. Had a good job with it. They really have. Yeah. They they ran a uh, they had some problems financially a few years ago, and it cost a lot of money to run a media. Yeah, uh, company. Oh, and yeah, they, he got attacked. His advertisers yeah. got attacked. Yeah, big time. As is usual. And yeah, they circled the wagons. They did. They did have to. Uh, make some financial adjustments to weather the storm, and they didn't. And now they're back expanding yeah. again. And back spent his own money on that, by the way. He yeah, almost yeah, bankrupted yeah. himself. Yeah. Yep. $100 million contract. What are you going to do with it? You can yeah. go to wherever you want and broadcast for the rest of your life on that money. You don't yeah. have to work again or roll the dice. Yeah. You know, I mean, how many yachts, but you know, you're not doing, you're not doing it for money then you're yeah. doing it for something else because how many yachts do you need to ski behind, you know, or, or in and, his case, how much farmland in Utah can you buy, you know, well, <laughs> and how much of that dehydrated food, boy, I'll tell you what, man, he, can you imagine if he had been a national icon before Y2K? Holy moly. We would all have food still in our closets. We'd still I have know. generators. That you wind up with your hand, you know, the hand crank radios and stuff. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you watched, you don't, you're not on social media much at all, but yeah. there's a lot of that happening right now. The right. food, you know, the, the, you know, the freeze dried food generators, things like that. It's that's dialing back up again. It's so, and it's all because people are looking at what, what's happening in Washington, DC. Right. It's not because of Y2K or <clears throat> some possible invasion or whatever. It's because they're watching the way our government's going and they're thinking, you know, it's time to take the wife and kids and head for the gun cellar. You know, wow. <laughs> you know, I thought it was just some another fear of the next covid generation coming down the no, bike. You know, no. Uh, yesterday on Howard Stern, which, you know, Howard Stern is still on radio. Well, he's on Sirius XM radio. Yeah. I don't know anybody personally that actually listens to him anymore Me either. No. Back in the no. day when he was on regular radio and people listened to him to see what he was mm -hmm. going to say because it would be so crazy. I remember a lot of just the shock value. About, what can you get yeah. away with now? Yeah. Yeah. And now and he's then, on Sirius XM where there are no rules. Yeah. <laughs> he's been there for, for the last, what, 20 years, pretty Something much. Like and, that, yeah. uh, when he signed his deal, they made a lot of money and they paid him a lot of money, you know? Yeah. So it worked out well for all of them And anyway, but yesterday on his show, which I, again, I didn't know he was still on. Okay. I, I know that he does TV, you know, the judge on a show now, I guess, and has been for years. Hmm. Uh, I just don't follow him. Okay. But he pops yeah. up from time to time. And, um, he did yesterday. And, uh, when he talked about, he has a young wife and she's not worried about this next generation of COVID. He is, he's petrified. He wants to, yeah. doesn't, you know, wearing a mask, worried about going into the studio and being infected with this new strain of COVID. And I'm thinking, okay, here's the level of indoctrination on the left. He believes it all. He really yeah. does. This yeah. is one of those people that back in the seventies would have bought property in Las Vegas so that when the big one hit, they'd have oceanfront property, right? Yes. That's who he is. And if nothing teaches you about the man, Howard Stern, this should, if wow. you're this ignorant, you and I were talking about the mask mandate and how the yeah. mask did nothing. It might've even hurt things. We know it hurt right. children and yeah. we've got liberal areas in our country right now, making children mask up in Maryland in particular third graders and below are masking up mm, in a specific wow. school district because yeah. of a COVID thing. And again, the COVID outbreak up there, if you get COVID, you treat, use over the counter medicine. That's it. I mean, mm. and it's like, have a Coke and a smile. You get a couple of days off work or school, stay home. And yeah. you know, it just is the most bogus thing of all time. Yeah. It's nothing. You know, when they hand you that the same, I looked this up because I thought, 
maybe this next strain is going to be deadly or whatever. And you look at it and the, the same stuff they handed out the first time around. If you get, if you test positive with COVID, they hand you a sheet of paper. Here's the rules and regs of the new COVID. And it says, don't worry, you're not going to die probably, you know, <laughs> any more than you would have before. But yeah. if you got the vaccine, you might have a bigger chance of dying. We're not yeah. sure yet because yeah. we don't know if those kill you or just make you crazy and be, you know, it's double vision. We don't know what all that does, but yeah. we do know this, uh, that this new strain is no worse than the other one but we're going to make it feel like it. So yeah. wear a mask. going to make you feel better. Yeah. I don't get it. When I see people wearing a mask, all I can think of is you idiot. What's yeah. wrong with you? And there are more of them lately. I mean, I, I know I, my wife works with the public and, uh, she's <laughs> seeing more masks come in the, come in the door every day. And it's just, and it's sad. It's because their yeah. news sources, their information sources are mm -hmm. telling them, Oh, you better mask up. We got another wave of COVID coming, but they won't tell them that this wave of COVID is milder than all the rest of them. Yeah. that has been before it. You know, and, and a mask does nothing. And, and that's true. There's the Cochrane report, which uh, which we weren't going to talk about. I, maybe we'll get into that tomorrow. I'll just yeah, reference it mean, here. Yeah, but that's the just, Cochrane report. It just doesn't mean anything. But yeah. we've had that before. Yeah, All right. that's, that's the thing. But and Ron DeSantis, and, when you know, and, Florida, and, they dealt with COVID differently than and, everybody else. And to be fair, really quick, it does affect. Before you, you may be screaming at your podcasting device or whatever. It affects different people different ways. We know that. Some people are worse affected by it, but by a, a COVID infection than other people are. So act accordingly. Don't be an idiot. Be smart. But the thing is, COVID itself, probably not going to kill you. You, 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 may have, wish you. you may wish you were dead, but it's probably not going to kill you. <laughs> if you're overweight, have underlying health issues. Yeah. But you yes. know what? If you're fat and have other health issues, the common cold is more dangerous for you than yeah. it is for others. A bad case of the flu is going to make flu is going to. But it's, it's going to be bad, yeah. Bad case of the clue is what the Democrat Party has. <laughs> Unbelievable. So DeSantis uh, does some fact-bombing on Biden, which is kind yeah. of interesting. <laughs> I wouldn't waste any time on Biden, uh, no. mainly because he is just... If you well, haven't woken up to the fact that his family are thieves worse than the Bushes, you know, yeah. the Biden family just did it quieter. Yeah, and the Biden family. I mean, it, the Biden crime family. We had the the Clinton crime family. Now we have yeah. the Biden crime family, which is just even more devious and deceptive. But mm -hmm. Biden's in Florida. He goes to Florida because of the hurricane. Mm -hmm. And uh, got to be honest here, just gut level honest. It's a photo op. That's what right. it is. It's just a photo op for this guy, this doddering president. And after her uh, touring hurricane damage in Florida Saturday, President Joe Biden <laughs> says. Nobody intelligent can deny the impact of the climate crisis anymore. <laughs> wow. Then at a press conference Sunday, a reporter asked Governor DeSantis about Biden's remarks, as well as remarks from the uh, from other media talking heads who are blaming weather events on climate change. Governor DeSantis shut him down. He said the notion that somehow hurricanes are something new. That's just false. And we got to stop politicizing the weather and stop politicizing natural disasters. He cited two powerful hurricanes that struck Florida, an, an 1896 storm that followed nearly the same path and had the same estimated strength as Zedalia, and the Labor Day hurricane in 1935, one of the most deadly and most powerful storms ever to strike the U.S. These hurricanes, DeSantis suggested, are two examples that disprove the narrative that climate change is causing more intense storms. DeSantis also tackled the political component of the progressive claims about policy and climate change, saying the notion that somehow if we just adopt very left wing policies at the federal level, that somehow we will not have hurricanes. That is a lie. <laughs> and that 
is and is people trying to take what's happened with different types of storms and use that as a pretext to advance their agenda on the backs of people who are suffering. And that's wrong. And we're not going to do that in the state of Florida. Um, also, he was snubbed. <laughs> he, he, they're saying he snubbed Biden over the weekend. They're, they've been criticizing him for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The president claimed that DeSantis helped plan Biden's visit, but DeSantis's office said he never had plans to meet with Biden because <laughs> the logistical operations of presidential travel would disrupt recovery efforts. In other words, the fact that Biden was there with the Secret mm-hmm. Service entourage and all that stuff would have would have disrupted all the stuff they're trying to do to help people. Right. It would have been a hindrance. And DeSantis That's why usually they fly over yeah. in a helicopter. Right. And, but if it's a Republican president that does that, they get criticized for flying over in a helicopter. They don't care. They just don't care. Why weren't they on the ground? Well, here's my question. Why were they there in the first place? Mm -hmm. Don't they have things to tend to back in the Oval Office? Don't they have things to do? Isn't it the the, the governor's job to handle this stuff and to be the mediator between, you know, if you need funds, then you apply, you apply and you ask for funds to help with the recovery effort. I mean, it's your tax money. See if you can get some of it back to help help on your local level. You know, that's your job. <laughs> it's not the president's job. When the president shows up at a disaster site, all it is is public relations. That's right. all it is. And it does make people feel better. You know, eh, yeah. it does. Some people really do feel better when it happens. They're not. I, that's not worth it all. It just again, the finances involved in that touring is ridiculous. Anyway, and all those people who that feel better when a president visits, they're wearing masks anyway. I think it's just vapor. Vaping is safer than smoking, isn't it? There's really not even that much nicotine in them, right? One vape pod has as much nicotine as one pack of cigarettes. My kid? My kid kid knows it's dangerous. 5.4 million American kids vape, and most think it's harmless. Get your head out of the cloud. Talk to your kid about vaping. Visit talkaboutvaping.org. That's talkaboutvaping.org. Brought to you by the American Lung Association and the Ad Council. It is the Mark and Mac uh, podcast. We appreciate you joining us. The whole mask thing really has me freaking out. We are going to delve into that tomorrow. But before you put your mask on, do some studying. Like everything, I, I, oh, yeah. over the last 30 years, I can't remember how many times I've actually said, please look into this for yourself. Don't believe them. Mm-hmm. Because they lie. They all lie. And by the way, it's not just the Democrats. The Republicans are guilty of it as well, too. Why is Mitch McConnell out in public freezing for minutes at a time? Just looking straight ahead Mm. now it bothers me because i'm thinking something medically wrong with him but even you know even so he's better than biden he's better than the guy out of pennsylvania and that's with him being able to sit there and stare for 30 seconds out at nothing like joe (laughs) (laughs) anybody home hello (laughs) guys are y'all playing a game we don't know (laughs) yeah uh uh rand paul uh was asked about that because the, the, uh, he got the, Biden got the official, you know, the official okie dokie from the, uh, from the medical people saying, oh, he's fit to serve, not Biden, uh, McConnell. He, mm-hmm. he got the, uh, the okie dokie, the, he was looked at by the official white house people or the, the government people there, the doctors, <laughs> my brain is not coming up with the right words, but, but you know what I'm talking about? He got, he got examined and they said, oh, he's fine. He can serve. He's fine. And <laughs> Rand Paul said, Oh, they said it could be dehydration. This Uh, looks like the result of dehydration. And Rand Paul, who's a doctor, by the way, (laughs) said, um, it didn't look like dehydration to me. It it looked like a, it looked like a, in in other words, it looked like a stroke to me. 
It's basically Rand Paul's said. a doctor. <laughs> I didn't know that. I know his dad, Ron Paul, was an OBGYN. I didn't know yeah. Rand Paul's. Rand a doctor. Paul's an eye surgeon. Yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. So wow. he he knows his way around this kind of stuff. So, yeah. Man, no. good for him. Yeah. So. Good for him. <laughs> no, it's interesting. Yeah. I, you know, Ron Paul was the one who actually told me the truth about abortion and how it became yeah. the law of the land. Yeah. Um, because I couldn't figure out how that happened, and he was like, "No, nah, man." He and you know what? It made perfectly good sense. Mm-hmm. It really did at the time that it happened. It made. I mean, it really did. They rammed it through because that's what liberals wanted to do, and they got yeah. it done. Yeah. You know, um, they sold I it. Think, yeah. Yeah. And they used a lot of shenanigans to keep the American people off balance while they got it done. All right. And, si- and since then, since we bought it, what they sold, it's been like the the guy that bought that used car that's got sawdust in the transmission. Can't figure out why it doesn't work the way they said it does. <laughs> Caveat emptor. You know? uh-uh. I saw at Union University, our buddy had a post about that boat. I saw what you wrote last night. That reminded me of that when you talked about the trans- sawdust in the transmission. Hey, our buddy, our buddy, Rusty Mace, was is shopping for a, a new boat. He's, he's on the look for what is it? he called his boat the please don't sink that's, that's yeah. the name of his boat right. he's looking for the please don't sink too <laughs> and he went to look at a boat the other day that basically was just rotting in the in place it was it just it was terrible and i and i i responded to his message and said you know that reminds me my dad's my dad lives in pensacola and has owned a boat for pretty much the entire time he's been there, except for the last few years, because he's getting so old now. Right. And he's, and he told, has told me several times that the two happiest days of a boat owner's life are the day he buys it and the day he sells it. So, <laughs> <laughs> he also told me once that a boat is a hole in the water you throw money into. So, <laughs> yeah, I love it. It is. It's something you think I, I'd really like to buy that. Mm-hmm. But you know, um, my uncle, uh, my uncle Tommy bless his heart he owned a marina for a while Um, Mm. when he was one of the uh our family members moving out of the los angeles area moving out of southern california he moved to the eastern coast of north carolina think about this he lived close enough to work that on a saturday okay it would take 17 minutes to get to work Mm. but monday through friday it took him an hour and 15 minutes to get to work that was the difference in the commute times in la where he lived okay and wow. so he moves from that. He's got a couple small children in my and Jeannie. And anyway, they moved to Eastern North Carolina to Elizabeth city, North Carolina. And he buys a Marina, you know, right on the little canal water. I mean, selling boats. Hmm. And I'm not kidding. I was, I actually went and it was funny because I went to Bible college in Elizabeth city, North Carolina. So I went down and I'd see him every now and again, you know, and talk to him. And my pop was there. It was really cool. Love that place. But he had one of his salesmen, okay, when I didn't know who I was. He didn't know that this is my uncle's place. And he tried selling me this boat right there in the shop. You know, it looked great. And I was like, I was looking at it because I wanted a boat at that time. I was 20 years old and an idiot. And it looked like a good idea to me. <laughs> and uh, he had me about convinced, man. He was talking about, fi- dude, finance it. You know, it, it'll be next to nothing. No, any, you could afford this. You know, it was almost like the gym membership they get you to buy. Uh-huh. Hey man, yeah, if you're yeah. spending $25 a month, oh, you will use it. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Same with the boat. You're making payments. You'll use it all the time. Cause that was, I asked myself, I, I'd love to have it, but I don't know how often I would use it. If it would really have that value for me, he had me convinced. And then my uncle Tommy came in. I can't say what he said. Cause he didn't <laughs> ever speak without profanity, but, after he called me a dummy 
to my face <laughs> in front of people. You know, he pulled me into the office. And he said, boats are for selling. They ain't for buying. <laughs> yep. So there so you have Rust, it. So Rusty, if you're listening, just remember yep. Dave's words. <laughs> no, remember your dad's words because yeah, that's a that, whole lot more powerful. It yeah, really right. is. And I the mean, thing is, if you, you live that life. Okay. Rusty, Rusty is almost retired. You know yeah. what I mean? His wife he's, is he's, he's doing the sound and light business thing and he's, and so he's doing conferences, he's doing events and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So if you live in the area, there's a good chance you'll see our buddy Rusty Mace back in tech world. You know, if you look that guy, the guy huddled over a, a console of some kind, either running sound or lights or maybe both at the same time, he's putting all the videos up on the screen. That's what our buddy Rusty does when he's not playing on the water. Or, or mm -hmm. making a movie about pirates and Santa Claus, which I think is interesting. But <laughs> <laughs> yep. he, he posted weird. a couple of weeks ago. He posted something on online about I've got I've got some big news coming. Wait till I've got to tell you. So I can't believe this happened. And he's he's building it all up. And I and I told you since he's finally spent too much money on that pirate movie, and his wife has left him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out where he's going with this thing too. And I love you, buddy, but we're a little lost there. All right, Mark, yes. lastly, before we bolt today, Tim Scott, I like mm -hmm. Tim Scott. Yep. I do. I do not see him as the president. Uh, I don't see him winning anything. I, I, I see him. Um, I see him as a, as a good man, you know, who has overcome yeah. a lot of obstacles and really built him, built a career for himself. And I hate the fact that he gets called every, you know, you want to see what racism really is? Look at what the Democrat wow. Party does to yeah. Tim Scott. Yeah. By the way, look at how the Democrat Party treats any conservative black man. If True. you have a conservative black man who actually says out loud that he prays with his family, wants his children to grow up and go to college and be something and not be, a, if it's say welfare, they'll say he's an Uncle Tom. He's yep. married to, you know, that it boggles my mind, but that is yeah. actually what is said. And it's getting more and more disgusting because it is so apparent that is their goal is to keep people down to hold. They're the biggest racist in the room. How is it that they have been able to be so against Israel and still get the Jewish vote? How is yeah. it possible that they do everything they can to keep people on welfare, to hold them back and generationally live in poverty, live on welfare? And they've convinced people it's good. You've got it mm. great. You got a color TV. You got free yeah. phones. You got food. You, you don't need to work. You don't need to work. <laughs> wow. Come on. We got you. Anyway, yeah. Tim Scott gets out there and breaks the mold. Many yep. others have done it too, by the way. Yep. Uh, he's not the first, but he catches more grief than just about yep. anybody these days. There's a Supreme Court justice, by the way, who's a black conservative. Oh, think yeah. about that. Well, you know? look at the hair on the Pepsi can, right? Yeah. Yeah. They, and they keep trying to, they, uh, they're trying to, uh, to kill, <laughs> trying to knock him off now. I mean, oh, yeah. actually, Every conservative wow. member of the Supreme Court is going to be challenged very quickly. Yep. Just watch them. Oh, yeah. They're looking yep. for anything and everything they can to try to get these people off the Supreme Court because those who are interpreting or, or those who are going back to the constitutional meaning of the law, who are originalists who are going back to the real reason we do things, they can't have those people in a position that's makes that makes it impossible for the leftists to have their way. So they're going to do everything they can to undermine them and get rid of them if they can. Uh, going back. Uncle Tom, he was the hero of the story. Just think about that. He, he was the hero of the story. <laughs> there are other things. But Tim Scott, 
He's a candidate for the 2024 Republican presidential nomination, said yesterday on Fox News Channel's America reports that if the Republican Party were divided, it would leave Democrats in power, which could bring the United States down a road to socialism. Anchor Trace Gallagher said, quote, the next debate, GOP primary debate is coming up in a few weeks. Uh, what's the strategy going forward, Senator, for you to get more speaking time for you to get your name out there more often? <laughs> Scott said, great question. Substance will drive my debate performance. I'll provide the American people with an adult in the room. (laughs) What we cannot abide by is a food fight where the two biggest winners are Joe Biden's campaign and national media that loves to see Republicans fighting with Republicans. The road to socialism runs right through a divided Republican Party. I'll increase my time by allowing the contrast between the candidates on the stage to manifest and then keep talking about why I know American why I know America can do for anyone what she's done for me we have to restore hope create opportunities and protect america that starts with backing the blue and closing our southern borders end quote wow you know i don't know how alice in wonderland feels about something like this but the mad hatter I, it wow. sounds great. It really does. And you know what? Oh, yeah. I, it's, it's, I, yeah, I it's a great wish it would work. Material. Yeah. And, but it's not going to work. Um, you have, you have to be loud and brash. You have to overcome every obstacle and being the adult in the room will not get you elected. Being mm-hmm. the adult in the room will get you looked over because you're not going to stand out. You have to right. stand out. I get yeah. it. You want to run on a platform. Look, man, you know what people want to hear? They want to hear that you're, that if you had a street fight with Joe Biden, where would you hit him first? That's what they really want to hear. <laughs> That's what they you know, want to hear. if you true. want them to vote, if you, you got to mm. use my campaign slogan. Yes, I did. And start going yeah. on the attack. Yeah. Don't call him names. Just point out things he's done as president that are embarrassing, but make them funny. You mm. know, just think about it. You know, they had the Delta airlines, you know, the uh, flight from Atlanta to, to Spain, the other day, oh, yeah. oh, two yeah. hours out over the ocean, they had to turn around and go back because a guy had explosive diarrhea on the plane. Right. If you're out politicking right now, running for office, you would say, I didn't know Joe Biden was leaving Atlanta for Spain. <laughs> but now we know. <laughs> right. You know. That's what you do. That's how you get yeah. attention. That's how you win. But now, granted, he's right about everything. But to his core, he doesn't possess the personality to win it. Mm. And he's wrong about how socialism happens. Socialism is already entrenched in the unelected offices in Washington, D.C. It's everywhere. That's the reason it's the swamp. Socialism is socialism's already there. You look at the policies we have today, which yeah. which in our have happened in our, well, before, some before we were born, yeah. which yeah. Uh, have uh, laid the groundwork for socialism to take root. And yeah, we have pass it. it before we read it, Mark. You know, say what? <laughs> oh, we have to claim victory. Have to pa- that's right. We have to pass the law so you can re- read it. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, so Nancy. we can read what's in it. That yeah. that was the moment where it was done. Yeah. Now we got to take it back. We really do. And yeah, we the do. way to take it back is starting at the local level and moving on up. And again, now I sound, the thing is, you know what? The old people that told us that, that we looked at, oh, they're mm-hmm. so out of touch. They were yeah. right then and they're right now. And I don't know how to make it's not a sexy thing to say you need to get your local polling thing squared away it's yeah. not it's a it's work i got the people that have to do it have children that are involved in church activities school activities they're mm-hmm. busy they have a full-time job they're trying to get ahead in their career they don't yeah. have time for this and right. that's when you don't have time to save something this good you lose it mm-hmm. so 
We better eat the ice cream because it's melting. We never walked on the moon. Elvis ain't dead. You ain't going crazy. It's all in your head.